You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's Curtains Up on a very special episode of Western Broadway. Yes, I'm Will is. Armstrong, and this is Wendy Rosoff. Hi, Will. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm, I'm okay. Hanging in there. How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing okay, too. This is, we are in uncharted territory dealing with the corona outbreak uh, and the, oh, well, what do we call this? The, it's uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, pandemic is yeah. what we're calling it. Pandemic 2020. Yeah, so here we yeah. are. And it's fascinating, and it's really affecting a lot of things. It's massively affecting the, it's affecting every industry, of course, but the entertainment industry, in particular, live theater, has mm-hmm. been hit. Yeah. So Broadway is dark, dark. Mm-hmm. Um, which I certainly have not seen since, well, there was, uh, did we go black, was there a blackout for, um, the H1N1? No, the 2003 oh. blackout in New York. Do you oh. remember that? I yes, think I do. There was one dark night, yes, right? But before was. that, of course, there was the 9-11 mm-hmm. Broadway right. going dark, which right. I was part of. Right. Um, and that was terrifying. terrifying in a whole different way, but certainly terrifying. But now this is actually, this is TBD when people are going to return to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that opens up a whole slew of challenges. Right. It's happening all over the country, certainly, and we've been hit. My my show, Glass Ceilings, is closed, as is every show that's uh, happening. Although, side note, I had the pleasure of seeing it the other night, and it was spectacular. Thank you. I loved everything about it. Mm. It was really the cast, the music, the story. Yeah. It's it important. Was, it was wonderful. It I mean, will be back. I hope there's a future for that show. I it is believe spectacular. in it. So we're going to say, yes, there is a future for it. Good, because it's powerful and wonderful. But um, yeah, no, this is, I feel like we're other um, similar situations to this. They had the opportunity to bring communities closer together. Mm -hmm. This one is incredibly isolating because one of the, the, um, what they're asking of us is to all self-isolate. Yeah. And to to keep away from each other. Right. Which, when you first hear that, can certainly be frightening and daunting. I mean, I'm, I'm an introvert, so for me, right. it's like, tra-la-la-la-la. <laughs> I get to be at home, snuggled in with the family. Sure. Great. But on a kind of day-to-day, creative and obviously financial and all that stuff that we just take for granted, it it can become dire very quickly for a lot of people. Absolutely. So I think today we should probably chat about um, some options that you can pursue while you're in this space and also a little bit about what's going on with the finances and what I've been seeing pop up on socials and and some good things that I think can come out of this absolutely so one of the things we were just talking about was there are a lot of entertainers that are out of work right now and there are also kids that are out of school and there are also a lot of elderly folks that need to be taken care of there are probably a lot of pets that need to be taken care of. There's a lot happening here where uh, caregiving needs to happen in a way that has an immediacy to it. Absolutely. So I've been seeing a lot of Facebook groups pop up where it's a group of folks who need to work and then there are people that need services. So I haven't actually investigated yet specific names, but if you go on Facebook right now and you just put in, um, you know, Facebook um, 
groups needing volunteers, groups needing child care. I have one that's really good. It's called Out of the Cage. Yes. And it is a dog fostering um, organization. And basically it's, and because people are, maybe people who don't normally have the opportunity to have a dog because they work in an office. Yeah. People that are confined and they're stuck home for days on days on days. They have, can take this opportunity to foster a dog and just help the people, help that dog find a new home by being able to learn a little bit about it so they can educate the potential permanent owner by saying this dog walks well on leash is very friendly with other dogs on leash um greets people well at mm-hmm. the door like just little like little personality traits about, that you yeah. don't know when the dog is just spent the whole time your relationship with them in a cage in a kennel yeah you know? i i love that i if if i didn't have bruno my cranky geriatric yorkie York, mm-hmm. who i love so much but he's cranky i would be fostering all the time so that's a great thing that you can be doing yeah it's amazing. i i i didn't even think my buddy uh jack kenny he was in i think the, the original um broadway company of fiddler on the roof mm-hmm. and he's and now he's an incredible um television mm-hmm. film and television writer but he um, posted that on facebook and i saw that and i was like this oh, is that's amazing fantastic yeah that's very very cool for those people that are in a panic about making money, there are all sorts of emergency funds, too, for actors. So if you are SAG-AFTRA, there's an emergency fund. If you're AGMA, there's an emergency fund. Um, the Actors Fund helps any sort of person in the entertainment industry, whether you're union or not. You can go to their website, and they offer relief assistance for times like this. Yeah. Um, so, so you're not lost at sea. You should definitely investigate any and all options for assistance at this time. I think that that's great advice, and and, and it's it's exciting, and it, and it's hopeful that um, we can, as a community, we can come together and and help one another. I think that that's beautiful. for sure. And then I also want to talk about some of the things that we can be doing to not just stay afloat, but to take care of our creativity and actually I'm a strong strong believer that out of times like this comes incredible art and there's a lot of stuff that can happen that a a doorway becomes open that you wouldn't necessarily see because you wouldn't have this free time to allow the crack to happen and and walk through so I know for us with glass ceilings there's a lot of talk about some things going on which I'm not going to mention yet just in case they do not come to fruition (laughs) but it's a great great idea to keep the alive keep the feeling of this show alive we just got some great um, buzz this weekend from our opening weekend incredible reviews and yeah and not just making the most of that, but while, you know, shows have a, um, there's like an out in the ether buzz that happens when all this good feeling is surrounding it and you want to support that while it's happening. And so being able to do something that you can um, not put anybody else obviously in any health danger, but keep the idea of it alive so that people have it in their minds. And so we're, we're coming up with some really exciting ideas for that. So often the magic happens when life um, gets a little hiccup and, and it's how you pivot. It's how you, instead of life as usual and just business as usual, it's like to be able to just say, to pivot on something and just come up with something totally unexpected. Lemons out of lemonade. Exactly. We're, we're in that moment, mm-hmm. right? So I have a few ideas 
for just kind of day-to-day stuff that we can do. And some Great. of this are just notes that I took down for myself where it's mm-hmm. like, this is stuff that I needed to take care of for a while and here's the opportunity. So I mean, the first is I'm, I'm going to take a moment and rest because you know what? I'm tired. Sure. And this is, this is an incredible opportunity to allow myself to rest mind, body, and soul um, that I wouldn't necessarily have. So I'm, I'm going to do my best. I'm not very good at resting, but I am going to do my best to give myself just an extra hour or two of just restfulness and you know, pay special attention to my meditation practice and get back on board with all of that. Um, I love to read. I'm a bookworm and I have a stack of books that I've just, I mean, I just, well, I just keep on piling up books and I'm like, oh my God, I love that. I want to, but I never have time because I'm always reading sides and I'm always doing this and I'm going to, so, um, you know, I'm going to try and do that. But also this is a great time to be reading scripts, to be reading pilots, to be reading plays, to be, uh, online going to scriptorama and, and pulling pulling scripts from your favorite TV shows of past or movies and reading those and getting inspiration from those Um, and even pulling material that you think might be good for you for Mm -hmm. future stuff. Um, This is also a brilliant time to work on your social presence. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about that. So it's not just, yes, you should be, everybody should have a website of some kind and, you know, having websites that you can kind of self update, I think is super important right now. And so if, well, especially for working actors, like you say that, um, everyone that, uh, all the students at AMDA, like Mm -hmm. before they graduate, they have to have, they have their websites yeah, up and running and and workforce ready workforce ready is right. And that means that they're able to get in there on the back end and also update stuff for themselves. Right. So yes, make sure that your website is up running healthy and you're able to update as you need to. And then also go into your other socials and just make sure that you're presenting yourself in a way that you want to present yourself. And how are you adding value to others who are doing what you're trying to pursue too? So maybe think about some material or content that you could add to your socials that you think that you're passionate about. First of all, you have to be passionate about it. And then sharing that with others uh, and kind of enlightening others who are interested in the same kinds of things that you're interested in. You know, for me, that means like I'm obsessed with Brene Brown, mm-hmm. have been for years. Sure. And reading her books has given me such insight. And every once in a while, I'll like throw in a thought from Brene and just add my little two cents to it or, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to be like musical theater oriented. It's just mm-hmm. wh- whatever floats your boat. Get onto your social media and give some love. And if you don't know where to start, by no means do I say plagiarize, but use an opportunity like research and find people that you admire and mm-hmm. respect and, and look at online trends and see how you can take your voice and your message and translate it into how people are communicating right now mm-hmm. and use them as inspiration. It might spark your creativity. 100%. Speaking of um, kind of reading scripts and all that good stuff, everybody should have a little self tape. All performers should have a little self tape area dedicated to. Um, creating content for yourself, whether that's self-tape auditions or just practice, you know. There's a great podcast out there called Audrey Helps Actors, and last year she did a self-tape May, and I think she's planning on doing it again this year. But what it was, it was a challenge where once a day you got up and you did a self-tape, and I think you only did one take of it. Tell me a little bit about what exactly a self-tape is. 
So a self-tape is um, when you are requested to audition for something, but you, you're not going into a casting office. You're basically creating the audition at home. So you're not just learning the material and putting in the footwork to giving it the best audition that you can. You're also essentially your own producer, sure. right? So that includes very nominal knowledge of um, lighting and sound, and the proper industry, you know, the, the industry standard for frame and then how to upload the video depending on where they want it, whether it's EcoCast or a Vimeo password protected link or any of the specifications. Right. Every audition that comes through, they want something different. Wow. And so it's learning how to kind of take all of those steps and become really, really good at it so that when you get the big audition, you're not flipped out about the self-tape, the technical aspects of the self-tape, what you're concentrating on is how do I tell this story the best that I can? Because I already know how to do the self-tape stuff. Sure. So this is a great opportunity. If you suck at self-tapes, and be honest <laughs> with yourself, because I've seen some janky self-tapes come through, because I'm on both sides now, right. get better. Well, it's... And now that every, auditions are still happening, I'm seeing online that people are still sending and submitting self-tapes for auditions oh, and casting more, is happening More than right ever. Now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I actually had a series regular audition for, uh, and, and it was a self-tape, which is kind of unheard of, really. Um, you know, you normally for an audition that large, you definitely go into an office, but because we're in this time, mm -hmm. that's what happened. And so... You know, everybody obviously is self-taping right now, and nobody knows what the actual future of when we're going to get back on track is. But even if it's only for exercise, like, you don't have to get the audition, you guys. Don't wait until you get the audition. You need to start figuring this stuff out now. And there are tons of great tutorials online, so there's no excuse for it. Um, but just start and figure stuff out out and call your friends make it a community you know call in your friends and say hey i'm i want to do a few self-tapes today and start self-taping each other and mm -hmm. figuring out what works and what doesn't and while we're talking about that sure. there's an amazing site called weaudition.com all right so this is kind of a double whammy site it's wonderful i use it all the time when i have auditions and i want to read through material with another actor um, it's a virtual site so you you log on um, it is membership based and you when you log on you'll see a bunch of readers that are available their pictures will pop up if you click on one of their pictures you go to their basically their little portal platform and you see everything that this person has done and what they specialize in and they'll say okay you know um, so-and-so charges five dollars for 15 minutes and ten dollars for a half an hour and you can do they will coach you or they will just read lines with you or they'll help you with your technical self-tape specifications, any of that stuff. So say you needed help with like an accent. Are yes. there people that do that? Yes, there are people that specialize in accents. Oh and my I, gosh. And so on the flip side of it, so I go and use those all the time for auditions. Brilliant. But on the flip side of it, you can also sign up to be a reader. And here's the cool thing about being a reader is that, you know, number one, you're being of incredible service to the community. But the other thing is that if you're looking to make a little bit of extra cash right now, you guys, this is it. Because you can charge, um, you know, whatever you want for helping people out. 15, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, hour-long increments. And there are people that are needing readers all of the time. And this is a global community. So I've coached people in Australia, 
all over the UK, all over Europe. It's everywhere. It's amazing. So when is it, with your profile photo, is there like some information about you and you're like... There's all of the information. So it's yeah. got my full bio. Fantastic. And then it's it, you can also import IMDb. So, you know, you can see everybody's full IMDb. Holy cow. Um, you know, specifications as well. It's, it is super cool. I feel I like love that's a, there's like a networking aspect to it too. Because, well, there is. Because you get to know these people that are helping you. And I have. <laughs> and not only that, but the people that run we audition are so smart that they actually do physical mixers as well so right. they they'll do one wherever they are and they go to can and they go to um south by southwest although it's not happening yeah. now. but um you know they're they also create a, a physical community in addition to a virtual one so you guys get on weaudition.com and check that out please yeah um and then what else do i want to talk about oh you know what not not just our podcast although please go and listen to our <laughs> podcast but you guys, there are so many amazing podcasts out there right now that you can listen to. There really and are. please go to our family, the Broadway Podcast Network, and just tool around. It's fun. There's so many great shows and and so many incredible it's people. It's endless. Yeah. Really. It, it's really, really wonderful. I wish I had had this when I was starting out because I feel like I would be so much more prepared for what was coming at me. And and another thing to think of if you're really into podcasts is, and if you have the time and if you have the gear, Do this it. might be a great time to start your own podcast. And uh, just a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. What do we, well, actually, no, okay. I'm not going to say a little bit about that because what just came out, Will? Oh, yeah. Um, Medium.com uh, has a... Th- Authority Magazine, where they have experts in different fields offer insight and tips. Yep. They interviewed us um, about starting our podcast and what kind of advice and, and, and tips that we have. And so we have um, five really great, like off the, mm-hmm. like how to get started to create a, a really great podcast. And so we will provide links to that article here uh, so, uh, in the, um, the body of this uh episode so that you, it'll uh, go right to medium.com and you can read it. But it's really great. And I'm one really thing that I have to say about starting your own podcast is don't be afraid to suck, you guys. Everybody sucks when you first start at something, and that's okay. That's part of the process of getting good at something. Sure. So just practice. You know, and if you don't love what you hear and you don't love what you did, you don't have to put it out into the world right away, but it's a good stepping stone. Absolutely. And the what's amazing about podcasts is that they love... I feel like the, the 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 ones I most respond to are the ones that aren't afraid to find their niche, mm-hmm. to find a, like to find a topic and stick to it, and really like so we're musical theater, yeah, you know, you know but or it's true crime, you know, and it's just like you can totally. you can go in or out of it, but it's just like to to like just think about that thing that you really connect to and that you're really passionate about, and then just find other people that you can interview that are experts on it, and then and do some research and just start sharing some stories, and then. You, you look back after a couple of weeks and you're like, hey, I'm doing this. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Um, something else that I have to do, which I'm loathing, but I still have to do it. And this is a great opportunity is I have to update my hard copy resume. Ugh. <laughs> They still want hard copy resumes at theater auditions. And so it's been a while. And when I look at it, I'm just like, oof, this needs some <laughs> love. So everybody can spend some time judging up their hard copy resume this week. Exactly. These yeah. next few weeks. And I, I when I was um, in school for public relations, uh, we had to write bios a lot. And, and they reminded me of writing resumes. And a good tip is to work in pairs because – 
someone like have someone interview you and you interview that person and you write theirs for them and they write because oh, I love that because then you can be a little bit more objective you can some because sometimes you're afraid to brag too much yeah. and or you don't know and so sometimes if it's like a forest through the tree situation mm-hmm. and just stepping out of it someone can see all the magical things that are Wendy Rosoff that yeah. maybe you wouldn't see or you wouldn't you know and so and and it's it's a it's a living entity and, and it can uh, the the resume can adjust but it it's a fun exercise that's a yummy tip thank you and that just brought to mind for me too i'm constantly being asked depending on the gig that i'm i'm doing can you send us your 50 word bio can you send us 100 words can you send us 300 words can you send us your everything in the kitchen sink bio mm-hmm. so this is actually a great opportunity to go into all of those bios too and make sure that everything is updated and also just check all of the things cuz sometimes it'll happen when i'm at my busiest and then i have to do something from scratch and I'm like reza reza it's reza the, reza that is a great yeah. tip I remember like uh, playbills like yeah. when you, with your little tiny yes. bio God. in 2020 your playbill bio that is real estate if you look yeah. there are ads throughout all of the, the playbill the mm-hmm. program you know and so that is your ad don't have it just talk about what you did talk about what you want to do drive Ooh. people give a call to action whether Ooh. it's your website or your social call media or a project yes. like utilize that space they give it to you and if it was a company they would sell it like that's real estate can you tell us what a call to action is for those of us that aren't oh, thank you yeah, that don't know that jargon <laughs> a call to action is anytime um, someone like if you're watching a television segment or if you're reading um, a, a blog and at the very end they're like for more information go to or uh, to learn more about this check out this or it's just what whatever you're experiencing where you're getting that information wherever they send you to that's the call to action or the call to action could be show up at this time and date at this place you know so it's so just it's it's you just call people to do something whether it's to check out your website or to follow you on social media or to meet you at a coffee shop and you certainly know better than i do but i know statistically speaking when a call to action is included in a post it it does so much better, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And as long as it is an easy, fluid experience, people don't want to go through a whole lot of rigmarole, but we are fast paced more than ever and we are lazy. So if it's, if we're not going to hunt around, we're not going to search. So if you can spoon feed it to somebody. So, yeah. so look at something from the, uh, the, the viewpoint of the reader, not just from what you want. It's the same thing in, in public relations. We have press releases. And, yes. And often they become very heavy because the person writing the client who wants the press release written wants to put in everything. But you have to think about what people are going to actually digest and Mm -hmm. remember and resonate with them. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to be objective with everything that you write because you have to think about are people going to glaze over? And they are. Yeah. When it's just a little bit too much, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And speaking of glazing over, I also want to address, this is a little off subject, but it's not because one of the other things (laughs) that you can do while you're in this, this time is if you have a mailing list that you, you, uh, you know, your virtual mailing list, you email folks, I call it the gazette, what's going on (laughs) with you, you know, I have a very mixed Mm -hmm. relationship and feeling about those gazettes. Mm -hmm. Um, I have some folks in my life who do really wonderful ones. And they usually include adding something of value that has nothing to do with the business. Mm -hmm. And then they'll like very judiciously kind of pepper in a few little things that are going on with them. But it feels good when you receive them. Furthermore, they're people that I know and care about in some capacity, you know, and and they may be in the periphery of my life. But I when I get the email, I know who that person is. Please, please, please 
entertainers, actors, especially young ones, if you have no uh, connection at all to an individual, please do not add somebody to your gazette list if they have not subscribed to it <laughs> because it there are so many people that are doing it oh, wow. that yeah it's crazy unsolicited and, emails well it it's like, not only unsolicited but it's also not well crafted oh. so it's just kind of like me 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 meow 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 me fabulous me meow and here's more of me meow and i don't even know this person right. i don't enjoy that right so i feel like you know work on and this is for me more than anybody you know i'm it, it's for me as i'm kind of mulling around it's my true. gazette mm-hmm. um adding value finding your voice being authentic and yeah sharing some good stuff that's going on with you but i'm only going to share it with people that i think are actual um gonna support you that are supporters yeah yeah you know um and and that I have some sort of, you know, degree of connection to at least. I I, I think a good tip would be think about if you had a party, who would come to that party? Yes. And those are the people that would open and read and appreciate your email. Yeah. And and like if you can't imagine a person would come into your home and be excited to be there, they probably wouldn't be excited to read your gazette or newsletter. (laughs) Gazette. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, good. Um, Finally, I kind of want to use this time to reconnect with friends who I love and adore and we're all so crazy busy that we never get to really connect. So I've already made a few Skype dates with some friends of mine who are off their Broadway shows and they've got some free time and I've got some free time and I can't wait to just hunker down with those people. So, you know, figure out who those people in your life are and and don't be afraid to reach out and go Skype date. Yep. I think that's a great idea. Like telecommuting, like people are doing it for business. Yeah. Let's do it for, for, for personal as well. Yeah. Cause it'll, it'll fill your, it'll fill your heart too while we're all kind of social distancing from Mm -hmm. each other. Um, you know, being on a Skype date and seeing somebody's face who you love and adore and you share so much history with, there's just nothing quite like that. So. And, and now, like, it, it, it doesn't doesn't have to be a, a double a one-on-one. It could be a double date. Or, or you have four or five people. You can use different platforms, like there's Zoom, Zoom, which is fantastic. I love a good Zoom. I feel like I wish I had shares in Zoom right now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are <laughs> right? you kidding? I know. Yeah, because I use Zoom quite a bit in mm-hmm. my profession as a publicist. Yes. And... Um, I got an email right at the beginning of when the um, this looked like it was going to be a situation. They were like, "Buckle up, people, because it might be hard to connect." Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And we are we're gonna roll with it and do our best to try and accommodate everyone. But everyone is moving to a digital um, telecommuting For experience. Sure. It's gonna be bumpy. Yeah, this is gonna be a little bit bumpy, but you know, we just all have to kind of support each other through it and breathe and allow for mistakes to happen and things aren't going to look the way we're used to them looking and just find ways be creative um love on each other and don't forget to continue to open up doors that you wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity to if we weren't in this situation and be creative Exactly. I'm really inspired to uh, to to do as many phone interviews with yeah. you and me and a special guest and mm-hmm. just kind of connect because a lot of time people it's getting their schedules are so packed. But now schedules now are a little bit lighter. We yeah. got them. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I, I'm thinking of so many people that I want to call in and check in with. Yeah, and, I can't and, wait. And it'll be good conversations that I hope you all will all enjoy. Yeah.
Well, great. Well, th- y'all, thank you all so much for listening to this very impromptu and very irregular west yeah, of broadway but timely yes and, and important. i think it's important absolutely and um and and we'd love to know what you are doing to kind of ride this out yeah if you guys have any ingenious ideas that um you know you're you're implementing during this time i would love to hear them and also share them with our listeners and on all of my socials because I think we're all going through it together. We're all in it together. We're all figuring it out together. Exactly. You can reach us on our new Instagram um, uh, page, which is uh, um, West, West of Broadway, Broadway Podcast. And then our individual ones. I'm Will Armstrong PR. And I'm Wendy underscore Rosa. And then we're also on Facebook. You can search West of Broadway or Will and Wendy, all one word. And um, yeah. And, and and if you have some free time and you want to listen to past episodes of West of Broadway, they're all on the Broadway Podcast Network. In the meantime, everybody, please take care of yourselves in every way you possibly can. Absolutely. And um, yeah, and I look forward to life getting back to normal very, very soon. Yes. But until then, if you're looking for us, you can find us just just west west of Broadway. Broadway. wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.